Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Beats on the Bricks. I'm Alex. And my name is Max. So today we're going to be talking about um, the Grammys. Uh, before we get into that though, uh, we do want to preface um, so a few live acts that we saw. So last weekend on Friday um, at the Union, there were three bands that played. There was the Water Witches, which was a local Athens band. It was a three-piece. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very good. And then we saw King Boo, who was at the Union a second time. We saw them last semester. Uh, they're from Cleveland, and we, we love King Boo. They're a great uh, band. Uh, who else did we see, Max? We uh, also saw Stems, which is kind of like a rap group from Columbus. Yeah. They were really cool. They had a really good bass guitarist. Yeah, so. they did. They had a very cool sound that... Um, you know, they have like your normal like rock band setup, but you got a rapper on the it's mic. It's very interesting. Of the drummer was so, so, so tight. Yes. Like he was just playing polyrhythms and like, I don't know, some crazy time signatures. It was, it was super technical, like more technical than the music that we usually hear at these live gigs. Yeah. They want to see me close to death and hacking up my lungs. Don't want to see me making moves and stacking up my funds. Don't bother me, you know I still maintain my posture. I have to sun these boys because I never met my father. My life don't mean the same as yours. This is America. When they judge you by your skin and not your But, yeah, so that was last weekend. This weekend, um, on Saturday, it was emo prom night, which was... um a production by ACRN and it was it was interesting um emo music has never really been my scene I feel like the closest thing to emo I've really listened to is like Green Day which I don't really think you would really consider them to be emo they're kind of like a 90s alt rock but um yeah so um wasn't really my crowd but it was a fun and interesting night it was cool to see all everyone dressed up as like Gerard Way and Brendan Urie and you know mm-hmm. like you know, this is a classic like emo like culture. Um, there was an auction that went on and stuff. So, and I like the bands; they're all very good. Um, I I went, Max didn't, but um, yeah, I went. I went a little late, but right. How um, long did you end up staying? Probably about an hour and a half. Okay. That. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I really liked it. It was really interesting. Um, and yeah, like that's why that's another thing I like about the unions. They put on, you know, interesting kind of stuff like that. Um, every now and then, and yeah, it was a fun time. It wasn't exactly my crowd, but like, you know, it was still a fun time for sure. So, with that, I think we're gonna transition to the Grammys. Max, what's your, like, opinion on the Grammys? On the Grammys? Well, I don't really keep up with it. Not gonna lie. Me neither. But, uh, there's kind of a reason I don't keep up with it. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't really do a good job at at showcasing new and upcoming musicians. It just kind of keeps people on their pedestal that were already there. Yeah, I agree with that completely. It's, what, my problem with the Grammys is that it's very much catered to radio-friendly music. You're not gonna... Like, whatever, like, most people, like, our age are listening to, I feel like is not what's winning Grammys. Yes. Um, I mean, they've kind of are sort of trying to, like, get into that new, like, median, I guess, of, like, you know, rap and stuff like that. But 
for the most part, like what you hear on like your pretty basic pop station from your hometown is like that's what's winning Grammys. Yeah, and I, I think it's just kind of a shame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just pretty much like it's a popularity contest for sure. I do know, um, you know that's definitely how it is with rap. But like, I know Greta Van Fleet just won a Grammy for the best album mm-hmm. for like rock which is pretty good because they're up and coming like they haven't been on the scene yeah. too too long and like a couple years back Beck won and uh, like Muse Cage Elephant so like yeah I mean don't get me wrong it's I'm not, not entirely yeah like you know, you know Arcade Fire won album of the year over like Beyonce and Kanye West that one year and then this year Casey Musgraves won uh, to me like album of the year is almost objectively like that's like the number one that's like the best picture at the oscars like that's the one everyone wants to win yes. album of the year yeah and so casey musgraves won album of the year um i love casey musgraves and did i think she had the best album of the year i don't know but based on like the criteria that the grammys usually goes by which is you know usually like a poppy radio friendly sound i'm glad that at least she won it over like other like artists that usually win that award yeah for so sure. yeah i love it was golden hour <clears throat> which came out in the summer that album just reminds me of summer you know she's a country singer but she's not like your typical country singer you know she kind of has like an indie element to her for sure and yeah golden hour was a great album my favorite songs in there are velvet elvis and yeah i love velvet yeah, elvis i can get seriously. down on a song no matter where but um and i love rainbow that's a great song too but yeah, definitely give that album a listen. It's a very good album, and I think, you know, is it my personal album of the year? No, but I am glad that it won album of the year over, like, the other nominees. Cardi B, yeah. She did. She, she won best rap album. Yeah, so correct. she won best rap album, which I thought, you know, the Pusha T album came out this year. Didn't yeah, I like Daytona better than that mm. album. You know, yeah. What's that one song called? Uh, Comeback Baby. So yeah, Comeback Baby is definitely my favorite song on that album. Um, I mean, it's only a seven track album. I don't know if that hurts that, it. That probably does. Yeah, it probably hurts it. But you know, Cardi B. You know, she's not my least favorite artist ever, but she kind of, like, she kind of falls into, like, the Ariana Grande, like, category for me. It's like, I don't hate the artist, and, you know, I respect their their stuff, but it's just, like, their fans can be kind of mm-hmm. out there and kind of annoying and, on like, you know, always talking on Twitter and stuff. But, you know, I'm glad she won, but at the same time, I don't really think she deserves to win over, you know, Pusha T or Travis Scott because, you know, Astroworld, you know, you like to you know take it all like you know like the sicko mode you know like memes no, and right. all that it is a very well put together album you know you got five percent tent you got stargazing you know that's just a very good album you know the whole way through and you can tell like you know he put a lot of work in it because i think it's been del- it got delayed a couple times so yeah you know and i feel like the whole thing just kind of like can like be surmised by how like the the academy views rap music in kind of a negative light, I feel that the Academy views it as, you know, oh, it's like a fad. Like, even, like, to this day. Like, you know, that might be 
a somewhat valid opinion in like the 80s but it's such like a big huge part of like the american cultural landscape that it's ridiculous to even consider it that and i feel like the i feel like the academy is you know not like that like it used to be but at the same time, I feel that they kind of think of rap music as an afterthought compared to like If you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. This thing of ours, oh, this thing of ours. A fraternity of drug dealers ringing off. I just happened to be alumni. That's that's our two cents about the about the Grammys. Um, they're getting better, but at the same time, I don't really expect yeah, it to definitely change. Take everything with a grain of salt and yeah. form your own opinions. Yeah, exactly. Like, above all else, the Grammys is not like the end all be all of like you know. And music is subjective. You know that's also very important. That but, it is. You know, at the same time, like yeah, it's the Grammys isn't like the end all be all of like what's. What, what qualifies as good and bad music. Yeah. So, uh, something a little special happened on Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah? New Rex Orange County song. Yeah, we love Rex Orange County. He's great. Oh, yeah. He, uh, the song is, like, so lighthearted and, like, good-feely. Yeah, as it, most Rex songs are. Yeah, for sure. Like, the his song structure is kind of interesting because, mm-hmm. like, it's always super upbeat and makes you feel good but like he addresses like you know like relationship issues he has or like personal self-struggles or like what he's going through yeah but like he always overcomes it in the song kind of like yeah. triumphantly but like this, in a in a sunflower yeah, yeah yeah but the new song is i think it's called new house maybe it's something with a house but it's so like innocent and soft and it's just about him and his girlfriend buying a house in a year and like yeah just being very happy you know very mushy but like it addresses more than that it addresses uh like his his lack of initiative and because he hasn't made anything in like two years you know he says yeah. like oh i haven't had you know any reason to make music since i was 18 i haven't had the will to do it and uh just so great the instrumentation is great he uses some auto-tune as well so i'm excited mm-hmm. to see like maybe this is a single off of a new album perhaps that would be crazy so i'll be holding it down with you every day Rex is always someone you can put on when you're having a bad day, for sure. Like, he's just an overwhelmingly, like, positive artist, in my opinion. Yeah. And then, so, that new Home Shake album came out. And Feel I know, him. Yeah. Yeah, so, Max is a pretty big Home Shake guy. I dig him. They're not, he's not awful, but, I mean, I, I like a couple of his songs, but I wouldn't say I'm a Home Shake, like, fan. And you're pretty on the on edge about it because you saw the initial reviews but how, how what's your own yeah, opinion so on it's it? definitely on the fence about it when it comes to home shake i really like in the shower which is his first album mm-hmm. in midnight snack but fresh air which is his like third album yeah it's not that great and okay. here's why he is he's like an all right vocalist you know he's fine he yeah. gets the job done but when you like 
don't have vocals as your strong suit and you use it to dictate the melody it's not gonna turn out well yeah and like he he was aware that like his vocals weren't that great so like for the first two albums he put so much emphasis on guitars and like really cool instrumentation Mm -hmm. like uh on the song heat for example heat's an amazing song so groovy yeah so slow so sexy so like bass heavy but uh that's like because of the instrumentation is so good but for the third album like you can tell he's just trying to use his vocals in a way that's kind of forced yeah and unfortunately on the new album helium is i think it's it's more the same it's the same issue and like there aren't much live drums in in the new album either which is okay you know i i love some like vintage drum machines like that's tight but thing is if you're gonna use drum machines you really need to have a heavy prominent dirty bass in the mix you know like just something chunky yeah and in the mix of the entire album i think there's like 13 tracks you really can't hear the bass too much which sucks i remember you were complaining about that yeah and like if you're just gonna have such a like percussion heavy sound you need to have the bass like you need to establish that rhythm so but the song secret track which is the closing track really good that and like mariah like the singles are pretty good so you say like out of the whole album like two tracks are worth listening to i don't know i mean anything at all is pretty good and heartburn's like a 30 second interlude and it's just kind of like yeah it's very nice it's very soothing it's not like a terrible album but i'm just kind of disappointed yeah this is not up to standard to his first two no way yeah i don't think so For me, what I've been listening to, so I'm getting into uh, Anderson Pack or Pock. I believe it's pronounced both ways, but um, so his, I feel like his most like his like breakout, most famous album is Malibu, and that album is very good. And what I like about Anderson Pock is that he's very like soulful in yeah. every like every song he does, and it's just like his voice is so soothing. He's like a great guy. Where like if you're taking a morning shower, like I'm gonna listen to some Anderson Pack. No, for real. He's a great guy, like to start your day with. Um, so yeah, like my favorite tracks on there are, I mean, everyone knows "Come Down." That's a you know pretty, uh, pretty popular song. I feel like if you have li- if you like know of Anderson Pack, but haven't really listened to him, you've, that's probably the song that like, you know. Either that or like bubbling. Yeah, exactly. And- But I really like um, your heart doesn't your heart doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, uh, that's the second track I believe that's on it. Such a good song. Um, it's just a great song. I mean, everything he spits on that song is just poetry. And yeah, Anderson Pac was great. And that album came out. That's his second album after his 2014 debut, Venice, and then Malibu. And now he has two new out. Al- well, not new, but one of them came out the year after called Yes Laud. 
and um, one that came out fairly recently called Oxnard, Dude. which we talked a little bit about on a previous podcast. You want to yeah. talk about Oxnard? It's, I mean, we've already talked about it, but like Six Summers and Tints, it's just like, it's so cohesive mm-hmm. and it's so jazzy. It's it's like that new wave of jazz rap kind of, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and that's what I love about Pack too, is that like very much some like to pimp a butterfly vibes for oh, sure yeah. like the heavy like jazz instrumentation that he has is just awesome like i love when you know artists in rap can put jazz into their music it's amazing so yeah i, I agree and um like, i haven't really listened to a lot of yes laud but yes oxnard's oxnard's awesome yeah just the features are so so like so meticulously chosen it's great yeah so anderson yeah. pack awesome definitely give him a listen great guy to start your day bitch don't spill my sake you gonna make me kick you out this pot me you gonna have to kick it in the lobby damn what don't somebody stop me i'm too sloppy there also is a new cast mccombs album okay uh, came out i think i don't know probably like three or four weeks ago maybe yeah it's called tip of the sphere and uh you know it kind of sticks to his formula where it's like pretty folky pretty like pluck guitar style mm-hmm. but like if it's not broke don't fix it it sounds a lot like mangy love which is the album that came out in 2016 of his i don't know if you know cast mccombs you probably know the song bomb 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 it's that album but uh yeah i i really like this guy like i've been listening to him quite a bit recently and yeah. tip of the sphere is like it encapsulates his sound just as much as his last album and i think the last album is definitely his best in my humble opinion but like (laughs) yeah he's been around since like 2005 like 2000 he's been around for a while it's crazy to think how far away 2005 was though like yeah dude it's almost 2020 anyway that's irrelevant but um so yeah another uh band or I think it's technically a band, but Bonnie Vare, I've been listening to them lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're technically. I always think of Bonnie Vare as just Justin Vernon, the lead singer, but I think it's technically referring to the whole band. But um, yeah, so I've been listening. I listened to Bonnie Vare for a while, but I was just listening to him uh, lately just because as the weather gets colder, he only gets stronger. So yes. It, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to For Emma Forever Ago and. His, this is kind of weird, but like his second album is self-titled. Mm-hmm. So usually it's a self-titled debut, but not this one. It's his second album. And that album's very good, too. And I remember we were in our class, and we were just on the computer looking at Pitchfork articles because we just wanted to see like how yeah. some of our like favorite albums have like stood up to Pitchfork because Pitchfork is pretty unforgiving sometimes. Um, I've mentioned this to you before right. that... His first two albums, for Emma Forever Go and Bonnie Vera, are pretty similar, but his third album, 22 a million, it's, I want to say it's weird, but it's just completely out of left field compared to like what he's normally done. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at his EPs or those or his first two albums, this one gets kind of like, well, what's this? And I feel like when it first came out, it was kind of like, you know, off-putting and not really, like I, I'm just gonna be real, I didn't like it when it first came out, but I, and I still wouldn't say like I enjoy the album still but it's not awful and i just feel like it's one of those albums like it's aged better over time than when it first came out in 2016 yes it's just and we i remember we were looking on pitchfork and 
I assumed his first album would be his highest rated, but Pitchfork gave 22 million to 10. So I feel like I'm definitely gonna go back. Is it a 10? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. So I, dude, I think I definitely owe it to and as a Bonnie Verifier to go back and listen to that one and give it a second chance after it's been now been three years since that album came out. Oh my gosh. So yeah. yeah um, I just thought that was really interesting because I, I remember when it first came out, I was like, what the hell is this? But now it's just like you know, it's kind of. I feel like it's definitely grown on the general public more than when it first came out, and yeah, I'm gonna give it another. Is the company started? We had what we wanted, your eyes. Yeah, also, the new James Blake album. Yes, you've been raving about that one for a while. It's a. Uh, it's pretty groovy. Yeah. I'll give it that for sure. I definitely uh, listened to it a bit more throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And I realized, like, this, I was only listening to the songs that I really liked, which were, like, Power On, Assume Form, Are You In Love, and Where's The Catch. Those are, like, the big, you know, the big four. Like, I've been listening to Are You In Love, like, every day, at least, like, four or five times. But, uh... As I listen to the album more and more, you know, it's a great album, and I, I really like it, but, like, it's definitely hit or miss with some of the songs. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to need to listen to it more, but, like, the songs that are really good are, like, super duper good, and they're so, they're, they kind of, like, remind me of a Frank Ocean kind of, like, yeah late night vibe. I don't know. I've heard of some of James Blake's stuff before because when Kendrick Lamar did that Black Panther soundtrack, uh, James Blake was on a few of those songs, but I have yet to listen to the album, so I'm... I'd definitely give it a listen. I think the second half of the album is much better than the first half. Really? How many tracks are there? Twelve? Okay. Twelve, yeah. But, like, definitely listen to it and form your own opinion, but, like... The songs that are really good are really good. And I'm not like devaluing the other ones, but I'm just saying like there are some are really good tracks on that one for sure. Are you in love? Are we as one? Everything desperate is behind. Don't take away this one. And other than that, uh, I've been listening to the new King Gizzard songs, mm-hmm. which are Cyborgy and uh, Acarnine or something. It's spelled weird. Yeah, A C A R I N E. Yeah, it's like the Pokemon, except yeah. for like, there's no, it's not Arcanine, it's like Acarnine. Or Acarine. <laughs> maybe Acarine. Anyway. What, yeah, maybe. But um, Cyborgy has a music video. Super groovy, super duper. Yeah, I remember and you showed me that song. It's definitely so sick, dude. Yeah, it's a bop. But uh, with these two songs, they gotta be putting out a new album soon. It's been like a year and a half. You know, they're probably working on something. But there's no guitars in either of them, which like for King is, it's like what the hell? Like yeah. where where are the guitars? Like yeah. these are the guitar guys. These guys just shred. But like, it's got so much more of a synthy style, and like they're. It's so fluid, and like the songs change so much within their, you know, just their time span. It's so, those songs are so great. Yeah, shouts. Mm-hmm.
There's a new Ariana Grande album that came out on February 8th. Yeah. Um, People like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, I don't hate it either. It's yeah. not my cup of tea, but it's not awful. No, like, when it first came out, I was like, whatever. Like, just, you know, another <laughs> Ariana Grande. But, like, break up with your girlfriend, I'm bored. Like, holy shit. That's pretty savage. Yeah. It's like, Damn. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she's whoa. She's and a then good like NASA, Seven Rings. Thank you. Next, yeah. Seven Rings kind of goes hard. Yes, but I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's gonna do it for this episode of Beats on the Bricks. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. I've been Alex, and I'm Max. See you guys later. Bye.